You are now tuned into FNL Radio. Team Mike Noise! Team Mike Noise! Yeah! Run for cover, motherfucker! time back on the show and we got technical difficulties already but um we are back with fnl radio and just to we can have a kaya monique and ts madison moment in here because i'm about two seconds for walking out (laughs) (laughs) well let's get a little gospel music to set the tone real quick everyone Drop it for Jesus and praise Jesus, praise God, because we found the way out of nowhere, everybody. Welcome back to FNL Radio, people. It's your boy, Doc, and got Monique on the other end as well. <laughs> hey, all my loves out there. How is everybody doing out there tonight? Uh, we are so glad to be uh, back. So we had a little... We always have a little hiatus, but let me ask you a question. The drop and low for Jesus, was this one of those sister and her boyfriend production? <laughs> I know you said they write music and produce music and they write songs and perform. Was this what this this your sister and her boyfriend production? It was not. Um this- <laughs> Shout out to IFC people. Um, there's a show on IFC on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. called Sherman's Showcase. And that was on the first episode of the uh, show called Sherman's Showcase. And the name of the um, group is called Real Women Know Something, y'all. And the song is called Drop It Low for Jesus. So you can find it on Apple Music and on Spotify and all your streaming services, everybody. Um, but yeah, that's that's been my jam for like the past few weeks. I, it's stuck in my head. It's so catchy, but it's so wrong. But um, you know that's how we're doing FNL. 
So it's not an FNL production. That's how you do on FNL because I'm making sure I, like you said, I'm going to be in the number when the Trump is saying, now I don't know about you, but that's not how I do. <laughs> okay. Body and low for Jesus. Keep the Lord in mind while you dirty wine. Drop it, drop it for Jesus. Okay, now. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yes people we have um missed you all so much because again it's been a while since we've done the show and y'all know we um typically like to do like a little summer hiatus and stuff like that you know because we still gotta enjoy our summer too everybody so we definitely um took some time off during the summer i think the last show we did was in june i believe it was been around June. Um, I can't remember. I know that I never got my book. I did have a birthday um, in June, June 22nd. Um, as a matter of fact. So it, it, may, it may have been maybe late May, maybe mid-June. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, and then, you know, every time we were talking about having a show, Something will come up, and we were unable to do so. You guys, people that have been following us for a while, you guys know that um, <laughs> this is ordinary for us. <laughs> this is what we do. So we have these long breaks, um, take these long hiatuses, because then we try to come on back and, 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 and give it to you while, you know, no chaser. So. Yes, yeah, so that's what we are here to do, everybody. So I uh, hope you all have been having a great and safe summer thus far. Everybody, you know, the summer season starting to come to a close a little bit, everybody, because, you know, at the Labor Day, that's when it starts to get into the fall mentality of things, everything, things back to business, you know, no more hot girl summer, hot boy, city boy summer, nothing that that. So, you know, it's time to come back to the realization that, you know, it's time to start getting the hoodie weather. Because even outside, it's starting to get a little nippy a little bit now, so... You know, time for hoodie weather now coming soon, everyone. So, like I said, hope you all had a great and safe summer thus far. You know, this is Labor Day weekend, so it's all right to turn up and everything, but make sure you don't turn up too bad. Um, well, yeah, so the official end to summer, I will post in Labor Day weekend. So, guys, this is your last chance to wear white. <laughs> Go to the beach. Get your class. So. Yes, yes. So, again, you know, it, it's been a um, fun summer and everything like that. So, as you all know, well, we do our weekend reviews, but because we uh, have been away for more than a week, we're going to do our summer in review, everybody. So, um, first off, I have to say, my summer has been really... It's been really cool, I would say, for the most part. Um, it's been very chill. It's been very busy with work and stuff like that. But um, I've been, you know, conjuring up some things for FNL and everything like that. So I've been in my creative mind space and, you know, also doing stuff for like, um, you know, like graphic design stuff and everything like that. And um, I'm actually, for the first time, and this is real bad, but I'm actually taking the break from work for like, um, let me see. Well, I'm off this weekend because of Labor Day, but 
have mad PTO days to use up at work that I never used. And I had to use them before October 3rd. So I'm going to be taking some days off from work. And actually, um, I just thought about it. I don't know why I didn't think about this when we've been on the phone. But actually, I have some Friday. I'm actually taking every Friday off in September. So I'll be making my way up to Richmond, um, you know, to actually visit. Because I've been saying I'm going to visit Richmond because, you know, my lovely co-host here, Monique, is in Richmond. My best friend is in Richmond. And I have not been to Richmond since um, I did, like, a little duck and roll when I went to an event up there not too long ago. Well, actually, I think it was, like, in March I went to the um, National Kidney Foundation event. And I just went up there for a few hours and came right back here. So, um, and I didn't tell anybody I was going to Richmond. So, I will um, I'll make my um, visit in Richmond, you know, to make my rounds and, you know, let people know I'm alive and stuff like that. And, um... So I can go to Sheets. Because that's why I've been craving some Sheets. I don't know why, but I want to go to Sheets. <laughs> There's my Sheets back at home? It's not. And they say they don't plan on putting one because of the fact that they have to... Because um, it's Royal Farms and Wawa here. And, of course, there's the Seven Eleven on every block. So because of those reasons, they're saying there's no room for the market for Sheets here. I call BS, mm. but that's what they said, according to the Sheets representatives. So... <sighs> It is what it is. <clears throat> but uh, so you, you call you call to sheet. <laughs> I sent the you email. Got a, like a whole petition signed and everything. I legit wanted to start a petition because here's how it started. I sent them a tweet years ago when I first found out about sheets, and the only reason I found out about sheets was because I was going to see one of my friends at um, Virginia State. This was like in 2011, so I was like, sheets? What's the sheets? And they were telling me, you know, Sheets is good. You know, go to the digital touchscreen and, you know, order your food. They got some bomb chicken tenders and some um, mozzarella sticks and stuff like that for the low low. And I was like, okay, you know, because me just graduating college, <laughs> in my mind, I'm still on the budget. So I was like, okay, let me get some budget food real quick. Because all gas station food is not good food, but it's some gas stations that actually have some good food and some quality to it. So I was like, okay, let me check them out. And I fell in love. And I sent them a tweet. They say we're going to think about it. So then I sent the email. Because, you know, I love a good email. So I sent the email. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and they still don't have answers for me. So um, that's when they sent the uh, release saying that they were not planning on putting a sheets here in the area. Because actually the last time with the sheets was the last time with the Richmond when I went to your house. And that was like two years ago. So <laughs> I'm long overdue for a sheets visit at this time. Oh, Okay. So, hmm. well, they do. I haven't had any of their food, but they do have good. Um, they have good strawberry lemonade uh, smoothies that I very much like. Um, I haven't had it, you know, since I've been doing Herbalife, so I haven't had it what in a year and a half. But um, when I was drinking their smoothies, they have a good smoothie or whatever. Um, I don't know when the last time I've been in the sheet. But they are, they're up pretty much like everywhere here in Richmond. Yes, so. yes. And also, a little tidbit, everybody. If you are like going to Potomac Mills and you need to stop and get some gas in that area, go to Sheets. Now, Sheets is ducked off in the corner somewhere. You got to make a right by the Wawa. I think it's the Wawa at the light. You make a right and you got to go all the way down for like two minutes, but you hit the Sheets. It's in its own little zone. But Sheets is the cheapest gas in that area. So get you a good snack, a clean restroom. Because, you know, Wawa got to pee all over the floors. So, you know, you can't go to Wawa to use the bathroom. So the best... Yeah, Wawa. 
dirty. <laughs> yes. So your best bet is to go down to the sheets, go get a nice clean restroom, a good made to order frapper, whatever you want to get, and get you some cheap gas. So that's my little tidbit for you all for your summer vacations tripping right now. People since you you know, a lot of people going to their end of the um summer break school you know vacations and stuff like that before i know a lot of schools some have already gone back to school already um like even last week or two weeks ago but of course majority of the other schools you know public schools and whatnot start going back to school next week or next tuesday so you know get your last little you know labor day weekend vacation in and everything like that and shout out to everyone that's already back at school all the parents that's relieved that their kids are back at school like i saw this one video this um mother and there's a white mother at that. She actually dropped her child off at school and she was acting like she was all sad and stuff like that. And then she basically, when the girl got the car, she was like, you know, buy a free daycare until 2.30. You know, buy girl. I, you know, I, so I, I guess, you know, parents are relieved that their kids are back to school because y'all probably been giving y'all parents some headaches and stuff like that. So, um... <laughs> But other than that, um, the the uh, summer has been really good. It has been really good to me. I can't complain at all. So um, I'm going to Philly this weekend. I'm not going to Made in America. I haven't felt made in my mind yet, but um, I don't plan on going to Made in America because I already did my one festival for the year. That was something in the water. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm Ger- and I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> so I don't like a lot of people around me, but I haven't thought about it yet. But also, quick shout out to my friend Raven. He's dropping his EP. His debut EP is called Goodbye Summer. And it's coming out on the 30th on Friday. So by the time you hear this podcast, um, it'll be coming out at on Friday. So make sure you're listening to that on all your streaming services as well. Um, we might be booking an interview with him on the show too. So I'll let you all know about that if that happens. But um, yeah, it's been a real cool summer for me um i haven't had the hot boy summer or nothing like that or city boy summer i've been actually really cool i've been really good so you know i've um, been on my best behavior this year i will say that um how's your summer been <laughs> well i shouldn't say that i'm gonna be off every friday <laughs> i have been working 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 you guys know this um we're at the point now where we're in our state survey window so I have been working my motherfucking ass off. Um, I started to walk out today and quit. <laughs> so um, I won't probably get a break until after our whole survey process is over with. Um, so we're gearing up for that right now. Um, so summer-wise, you, you guys know I have a birthday in June, so it's always a good time. Um, I had turned 39, so I'm... My last Hawaii in my thirties. Um, my birthday was June twenty second. So, um, I think I celebrated for the entire month of June. So that was cool. Um, I haven't really had a vacation vacation. Again, I'm kinda waiting until um after the whole survey process is over with to do that. Um, but I did um myself and one of my girlfriends, um, we took our sons to D.C. We drove the trunk and we did a little day trip to D.C. We did some sightseeing, museums and whatnot. Um, so that was pretty cool. My son was excited for that. And so pretty much I am just kind of gearing up. Um, my son does not go back to school until um, after Labor Day. I've been nervous because <laughs> um, so, so there were like two or three schools in the city or in the county 
that actually went back to school a couple weeks ago. And I was not sure if Vasco's <laughs> school was one of the schools that participated. And so I kept getting calls from the school. And I'm like, oh, God. But they probably need to tell me that Vasco has been missing from school for like two weeks. But, um, and I'm, like I said, we're still trying to prepare. We have not done an out of school shopping. Okay. Um, not bought one piece of paper, one pencil, mm-hmm. one notebook. Not watching so we'll probably do that this weekend. Um, and then my son, he actually turns nine on Sunday, so I'm not going to do a big party like we did last year. Last year we gave him a whole big um, paint party outside um, in our backyard, and we had had it set up, had a DJ, all of those things, had a photo booth, had a photographer out there. So we're not going to do that this summer or this um, this year. I think I'm going to take him to see whatever cool movie is out, him and a couple buddies, take him out. And then we'll do a little bit of shopping. Um, so that's pretty much been, you know, it for my summer. I really haven't done a whole, whole lot. Like I said, I'm looking forward to taking some time off after I kind of finish my whole um survey process and all that good stuff. So can't complain one little bit. Um still glad to be walking in the free world. <laughs> but um I mean I mean same old same old here. Like I said I've had a few days off here and there. I'm looking forward tomorrow to kind of kicking off or ending my summer. Me and a couple of girlfriends we're gonna be going to this place called Pops, which is like an outdoor party it's like an outdoor party and it's under a big tent so we'll be doing that tomorrow night um and our family reunion is actually in charlotte starting on friday up until monday so i may head to charlotte having still having decided to begin my son's birthday is that sunday so i am not sure what we're going to be doing and again like i have a whole lot of stuff to do to prepare for school like i still don't know who my best teacher is what room she goes to i still need to get things straight with the before and after care like can we come back to school it's a whole lot of stuff that i need to do that i have not done um like i said i've been working like crazy i worked until about two o'clock this morning writing notes getting stuff prepared so again like I said, I, you know, that's pretty much been the extent of my summer. I've just been working. So, like I said, looking forward to taking a break after work. Kind of done with all of these other things going on. But that's about it for me. Okay, okay. And um, also, people, um, I had to think about last year. So, I did not um, get any fights this year, this summer. Uh, no family reunion issues, anything of that nature. Um, you mentioned family reunion because I know I told you all the story last year, what happened at my family reunion in uh, Maryland last year. Um, at the Golden Corral, so uh, mm-hmm. there, so I have not uh, got any fights with no old people who try to disrespect me. You know everything's been all copacetic this summer, um, and all that good stuff. So that has been no issues. Oh, also too, um, I was just looking back in our last episode. Well, it was supposed to be Monique's birthday week. It was most Neat's birthday weekend. She was supposed to be here, but uh, it was her birthday. So uh, of course she had the opportunity to take off from the show, but. Um, our last show is with JoJo, so I do have to give a shout out to JoJo again for that interview that she did on the show um, back in June. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was unable to come. 
and be a part of that interview. But you, I did listen to what you guys, well, you did really good. So thank you. Thank you. You guys have to check that out if you guys have not done so. And I did forget to mention to you, I heard that you've been conjuring up a few things in your creative world. <laughs> and I know you damn have been conjuring up some goddamn checks. Google text that I did. I can't say that. Now, one thing to change about that summer after summer after summer, I never get back. But um, how's that going? And so, people, as we approach the anniversary of FNL Radio this October, people, so you'll be seeing a lot of different changes to, um, not changes in host, but. Uh, <laughs> But of course, <laughs> but of course, uh, it'll be time for a new. Post might be striking. What company just went on strike not too long ago? But uh, so, but you will see a new logo and some new refreshed images of FNL. Hell, we probably got to take a we got to take some pictures because me and Monique have not done any pictures for the show since the um, beginning of the show. So. We will uh, change that up too this year. I, I'll let you all know that we're going to give y'all a little image this year, people. We're going to give y'all some um, something to look at. So, um, again, thank you for the continued support. Make sure you always check us out on Apple Podcasts um, and on uh, Spotify what kind of, now. What kind of support? Uh, continued support. <laughs> oh, I thought you said thank you for the patron support. I was like, what kind of support? That's the- that you receive money for a service that you have provided. <laughs> Say one thing. That's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, um. Okay, you didn't say three. You said continue support. <laughs> yes, that continue support. Okay. Run the takes back. <laughs> I said continue support. <laughs> well, um, and goodness. So, um. <laughs> So, like I told you, all of you, I hope you all have, have um, been having a good summer. You know, you're living your best hot girl and hot boy, city boy summer. Um, we've been seeing Wendy Williams. Like, all our aunties out here living their best summer life, people. We see Aunt Wendy Williams out here, you know, strutting around the streets of um, New York City. You know, what she called Wendy in the City now. Um, or what she, and she, she's been wearing what she called her ponty shorts. So, there's been these real short shorts. Top not um tops, you know, crop tops and stuff like that. So Aunt Wendy, who's fifty six, I believe she is now, or fifty five, one of the two, but she's been living her hot girl summer life. Um, Mary J. Blige got a new pair of thigh high boots ever since the BET Awards and since she's been letting Ken do go and she's been on this tour, so that means she's been paying the tax man back, so she got money to actually buy some new boots. So she's been uh having the thigh high boots, um that means thigh high, they like crotch th- high boots. So shout out to her crotch high boots, uh she's been wearing lately. <laughs> <laughs> And then also, um, you know, it's it's been a lot of, you know, fuck shit in these streets, but hey, that's nothing new. So again, people, um, uh, hopefully y'all been safe out here. Um, uh, we don't want y'all to have no red box gifts and stuff like that. You know what we're talking about. If y'all listen to the show, y'all know what that is. So just make sure you've been wrapping it up and everything like that. Make sure I've been real good in these streets and stuff like that. But um one thing for the summer too, so um we're gonna mention this later in the show. There's been a lot of shows I've been catching up on thanks to Monique. But one show in particular that has come back now, I I feel out of the loop because I don't watch it, but Power did return back last Sunday. And mm-hmm. a lot of y'all been telling me, you know, about Power. You know, I have friends and stuff that tell me about Power to watch it and everything like that. And I just be like, I'm not, you know, it's not my, I, I watch it and then I fall off. And then when I fall off, I don't feel like catching back up. And I'm in that case now. So this is the final season of Power. 
So I say I'm just going to jump in like I'm just watching it for the first time. I don't care about having to revisit the last season. If I need to recap, I watch YouTube for that. But uh, it did premiere last Sunday, and apparently a lot of y'all are upset that Virginia's own Trey Songz is the new singer for the uh, theme song. I wanted to say Old Town Road, but it's called Big Rich Town. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but y'all mad about that. I think because... Joe, yeah, I think Joe, at least as we were sounding like, was the original singer. Yes. I believe it was Joe. Yeah, so it's Mr. Joe Thomas himself. And he's been um, singing the theme song since the very first season. And apparently y'all want Joe bad. Now, first off, I guess I just want to be sticking around for the theme song. I didn't even realize Joe was um, still making music out here for the theme song. So shout out to you for collecting the check from Stars, Joe, and for 50 Cent. Because, you know, 50 Cent loves to take money from people. <laughs> Well, well, as you see, Joe's out of a job now. It's Trey Songz took over. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what Powell has been picked up, I believe, on TV once, so maybe he'll get some residuals. <laughs> but y'all mad that Trey Songz was singing the theme song now? I thought he would get a lot of support because you know Trey Songz got his own whole army. You know, my sister, she's one of the Trey Songz stands. What I don't know what y'all call yourselves. Do y'all call yourself the Triggers? or the Tremaine's Angels or something like that, or Trey's Angels, whatever y'all call yourselves. But I'm like, I thought he was having lots more support coming from, you know, them, but it seemed like y'all the support from the outside is overweighing y'all. So, you know, the y'all being outnumbered right now. So uh, I think 50 Cent said in a tweet or on Instagram, one of the comments, of course, you know, he loves to troll on Instagram. And he said that he's, um, you know, he's going to make y'all happy. So we'll see on this Sunday coming up if there is an episode of Power, um, then that's the holiday, but I'm pretty sure it will be, if Joe Thomas will be returning back to, you know, the theme song and Trey songs will be kicked off yet again. So we, we shall see what happens with that on Sunday, everybody. But um, yeah, y'all been real mad about that one. So um, make sure. Yeah, to- I heard that there was a new theme song out. I, like you said, you know, just kind of like you, I have seen bits and pieces of Power um, it's kind of one of those things I watch, then I don't watch, watch, then I don't watch. You know, um, because it kicked off, you know, it's, it's last season on Sunday, there was like a marathon on stars all week long, beginning on Friday. So I started to watch it, and then I felt like, okay, well, I don't even know what season this is, this is currently. <laughs> I don't know what episode. I feel like I would have been lost. So it's just kind of one of those things. Um, I think that, you know, if I have ever had time, you know, I may sit down and try to watch, but if not, you know, I think the last thing that, the last major thing that I knew, I think was the daughter had been killed, so... Yeah, y'all, y'all let us know, people, because we, we just been off track, so we don't even know what's going on right now. But um, what we do know what's going on, people, is that um, on this past uh, Monday, the MTV Video Music Awards happened. Everybody was the 2019 Awards and went down in Jersey this year in Newark. Now, you know, for those who know me, uh, shout out to my older brother and sister. They're from Jersey, uh, Asbury Park, which where the Jonas Brothers performed at the, um, at the awards. Now, y'all know my feelings about Jersey. Um, I people that still live in Jersey, that friends from Jersey and everything like that. Y'all know i really not a fan of Jersey because I hate the fact that you cannot make a left turn somewhere and you have to drive five miles just to make a turn to where you need to get to on the other side of the street. I hate that with the passion of the Christ. 
I love to pump my own gas. Luckily, we don't have to tip the people in Jersey to, you know, pump your gas. But, you know, it's illegal to pump your own gas there. So you have to let the attendants pump your gas. I feel a little ways about that because, you know, I don't know what they put in actual gas in my tank or if they're going to try to put something else in my tank, too. I, I'm just like that. So, but shout out to Jersey, though. You know, something real big for Jersey. Now, I didn't know Jersey, I was on some Flint, Michigan type shit, though. I didn't know y'all had lead in y'all water on high levels to where, um... Y'all like on Flint levels of water um, activity and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully y'all get y'all water cleared. I think that y'all may or someone just made um, a pack to clean up the water there. So, I mean, that's real good and stuff like that. But Newark, you know, from my um, back in the day is Trenton. You know, that's where you shoot them up at and everything like that. And uh, Newark is okay because that's close to New York. But still, you get shoot them up in Newark as well. But it is what it is. So the award show went down in Jersey. It was hosted by Sebastian. I can't pronounce his last name, but he's not worth the pronunciation of his last name because of the fact that I see what MT was kind of going with him because he gave you that 90s, late 80s type of host vibes. You know, the host that I remember just, you know, off the gate from back in the day, like Andrew Dice Clay and everything like that, or when they would have, um, I've got the one uh, comedian, I think it was Dennis someone i forget forget his name there was another one too so he was like the line is like those 90s type of comedians but he just didn't fit for the show like he just wasn't it he i forgot he was like when he would pop back up i forgot he was actually the host and like monique mentioned he looked like he was an oompa loompa so you know shout out to the um lollipop gang but he looked very um orange if you will <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on with him, who did that spray tan, but it was very different, is all I can say. Like I said, he kind of, I remember at one point, I was like, isn't that the guy from France? Like you said, he, I think I may have laughed at maybe one thing he said, and that may be a stretch. Yeah. But, um, you know. It is what it is. Yes, yes. And then uh, on the pre-show, you had Megan Thee Stallion. She performed, made her VMA debut on the pre-show. She performed Cash Shit. And um, she performed, um, what she performed? Um, Hot Girl Summer. Um, that one girl, Ava Max, did Sweet But Psycho. And then Cinco, I guess that's the name, DeCaro, they did that uh, song as well. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, she won her first award as well, people. She went for Best Summer Power Anthem. Um, for Hot Girl Summer with Nicki Minaj and uh, Ty Dolla Sign. So congratulations to Megan Thee Stallion. Like she told y'all too, you know, she's giving y'all a Hot Girl Summer but now this fall because she's still a college student. She's going to be giving y'all a Hot Nerd fall. So she's going to be back to the school bus and stuff like that. But she did say Tina Snow, her other alter ego, will be coming back for the winter, everybody. So there will be some more, you know, Megan Thee Stallion to go around year round, everybody. But um, also Terrence J and um, Nessa hosted the show as well, the pre-show. I forgot Terrence J still had a job with MTV, but he's still out here hustling with MTV and stuff like that. Um, on the yeah, they mentioned a parent here and there. I um, last night as I was working, um, I had the TV on and um, I had it on VH1 pretty much like all day, you know, the, for the whole time I was working because it was really nothing on, so I, you know, wasn't gonna really get distracted. Like I don't really watch Hollywood Squares. I don't really watch Wild and Out. But I saw that he was on the episode of Wild and Out. I, mean, I don't know. Um, I guess Wild and Out came on about twelve um, midnight. I'm not sure if you know if it was a repeat or whatever. But I was like, oh, it's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Vitilago being treated well and everything. So um, you know, shout out to him. 
Um, and then also, oh. <laughs> see him. <laughs> but on the main show, you had um, Taylor Swift open the show with uh, "You Need to Calm Down" and her other song "Lover." Um, it was it was it was all right. It was cute. It was it, it did what it's supposed to do for the white people. It was all right. Um, Sean Mendes came out with "If I Can't Have You." Um, Sean Mendes is always dope, so you know he was real cool. Yeah, I'm a fan of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, 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 and then Lizzo came out. She did Truth Hurts and Good as Hell. Now, here's a testimony for Lizzo. Now, Lizzo got a true testimony in her hands, too. People, so I mentioned this in a tweet that you all um retweeted and stuff like that on the um, night of the show. But y'all gotta think about this Lizzo in 2016, she hosted the um pre show for the VMAs. And then um, Truth Hurts came out in 2017. The song Good As Hell that she performed after that. So Truth Hurts actually might be number one on the Hot 100 next week. But it's been building up for the past basically a year on the charts. And it's been a slow burner. And now it's finally in the top three on the Hot 100 charts. Now, Good As Hell is another song. Now, I've been following Lizzo's career for a good minute now. Her She had an EP in 2016 called Coconut Oil. And that's where the song Good As Hell was from. And if y'all remember Barbershop 3, the last um, movie that came out for Barbershop series, it was in that movie as well. So that was 2016. So these little old songs are starting to recirculate now and they're starting to be hits now because Good As Hell right now is in the top 10 on iTunes along with Truth Hurts, which is number one. So congratulations to Lizzo. She's been killing it real decently and stuff like that. Been building her fan base up and stuff like that. She's a real cool personality makes good music and stuff like that and her performance of truth her she had a big ass on the stage and stuff like that and but she the flute didn't come out she didn't with the flute like at the BET awards but she did come out and she did good as hell and she gave us a little testimony I was like okay that was somewhat inspirational and stuff like that and um she was giving y'all yeah, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know what I was supposed to shout or twerk but <laughs> drop it low for Jesus said, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely a fan fave so, you know, hope, you know, hope, I just hope that she's definitely going to be, you know, climbing to higher heights and excelling um, in her career. So she's definitely a fan fave. You know, all the girls can relate. Um, you know, even some of the boys can relate. But I definitely like her. She always kills it when she has a live performance. So very creative. So. Yes. That big ass, that damn screen going down the middle. You know, who would have a thought? <laughs> exactly. You know, besides not do something like that. Yeah. And it was kind of moving from side to side. So it was cute. Yeah. It was cute. Then she had the whole um, wire out. So it was real dope. Like she had a very dope live performance. So definitely hope that she is failed. Yeah, yes, again, because also you got to think about it too. Like years ago, they used to kind of hide all the big women in the industry they would hide them in music videos and you would just see the skinny people like what was the um one girl from the weather girls or um whatever it was and the C and C factory song um everybody Yeah and she Yeah she wasn't in the video like they actually put a skinny person in the yeah, video. Yeah they had a uh, yeah a very slim girl actively lip syncing the yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. So you see how times have changed. Like with Missy, when she came out, she was like really the first big girl that people embraced. 
and then of course uh fat ass Kelly Price came along and now we got Lizzo. So, you know, um and I I'm feeling a little ways cuz I've been watching the R&B Divas LA uh on YouTube lately. So, I've been back in my old feelings of how I um, was mad at Kelly Price for acting the way she was acting on that damn show. But I digress. But um, but shout out to Lizzo again, people. And she got a long career ahead of her now because people are really catching on. So shout out to her. Um, then Jonas Brothers, they did their song Sucker and Only Human from the new album. You know, they re um, teamed up and stuff like that. The last time they performed at the VMAs was actually 11 years ago, back in 08. And so for them to, you know, break up and you know they're brothers so they came back together performed the asbury park where they're from in jersey so that was a really good look too you know for the jersey boys of them mm-hmm. to perform and stuff yeah and they, up and they did their own thing um like you said all three of them are married now and so <laughs> sometimes you gotta grow and then you move apart and then you get on back together exactly. and they actually killed their performance too i i you know i like them you know what it is I, 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 I just like them and it's kind of it was kind of cool when you and I were talking while we were watching their performance you know for those of us who are a little bit older you know you kind of remember them um I have a cousin who's 23 and she said love like you guys see me talk about Janelle all the time she said love the Jonas Brothers or whatever always wanted to try to go to see them in concert so it was kind of cool to kind of see them for where they started as little kids um, you know, what they were like teenagers probably when they got into the industry mm-hmm. and now you know, they're grown men with you know, they're married. I don't know if any of them have children of their own, you know, but they definitely still got it. So Yes, yes, and y'all know my little sister, you know, back in the day used to buy her camp rock stuff. She loved the hell out of Nick Jonas, uh, and everything. So shout out to like you said, them growing up and stuff like that. Um, then another new artist that came out, (laughs) a new, a new artist that's been killing it too this year, people 19 weeks at number one. So the thing is when we started the show this summer, old town road had just hit number one on the charts. This guy literally took over the whole summer on the charts. He beat out uh, Mariah Carey and um, Boyz II Men's One Sweet Day record, which was 16 weeks at number one. And then also, you remember Despacito from uh, Louis Fonzi and um, Danny, Daddy Yankee and uh, Justin Bieber. That was number one for 16 weeks as well. So those two songs were top for number one for 16 weeks. And Lil Nas beat both of those songs at 19 weeks. So congratulations to Lil Nas as... You know, for killing it, you know, for again, because he's a young black guy who they counted him out at first because of the fact that Old Town Road wasn't the traditional country song. So when the song first charted, it actually charted on the country charts first before it hit the Hot 100. But then because of all the, you know, white people that, you know, is trying to take um, K-, K. Michelle out of the country region too, they were just like, you know, it's not country enough and stuff like that. And so they basically, you know, all of us on Twitter and social media was like, hey, let's make this song big and let's show them something. And then Billy Ray Cyrus, who's like the godfather, he's like the Mary J. Blige or like the, um, what's the male oh. equivalent that I could use for in country? He's like the, um, huh, I don't want to say Steve Younger, because that's Stevie Wonder, because that's real old. But he's like the, he's like the elder statesman I'm- of country music in a sense that still connects with young people. So he's not far off the region because he's, he, his daughter's Miley Cyrus, for God's sake. So, you know, he definitely with the times and he was right there at the VMAs when his daughter was um, with a foam finger grinding on um, Mr. Robin Thicke, who was married at the time. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> but uh, we're gonna get talked about her in a little I bit. I heard my ass is blurred. Yes. I don't care. No matter how much you try to dress her up, make her look like a young lady, y'all can give her all these accolades. She is always gonna be that same one that we had them little ass shorts on with them goddamn Converse t- <laughs> shoes, hair slicked back, and she was up there with that same girl twerking all on Robert's set. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> yes, but um, like you know, Billy Ray Cyrus, mm-hmm. t- <laughs> but Billy Ray hopped on the um old town road remix and then took off from there, 19 weeks to number one. And um, and then he, you know, yeah, and I guess the good thing about him is he has. Like, you know, my son loves that song. You know, it's not as good as those TV boxers that, that really, really like him. And, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a decent song that I can't relate. You know, but it's a, it's a pretty decent song. It ain't about drugs and, you know, getting high. And, you know, when you talk about fucking and spraying the ride and dropping the low. You know, just a, a decent, cool song. Um, And then I remember Jaden showing me, I guess a couple months ago, you know, everybody has their own version of it. Um, what is it, all the Marvel characters? Um, oh, yeah. The Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool, to, you know, to kind of see that. So there was like a YouTube video. What's, um, is that Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, the, all the Marvel characters, and they were talking about Thanos and mm-hmm. all those kind of people when they were, you know, singing to the beat. So, you know, like I said, he's really taken off and that performance was a little different. Yeah, so he performed his new single but, um, um, called Panini and he actually, you know, gave y'all futuristic. It reminded me of like, I don't know, this might be too old for some of y'all, but Backstreet Boys had a song called Larger Than Life back in the day. They were like, kind of dressed like robots in the video. That's what his performance reminded me of. Gave you that very robotic Futuristic feel, and then he also was giving choreography to. I was like, okay. Ever since Offset started doing choreography at the BET Awards last uh, couple months ago, you know, people in hip hop really starting to embrace dance again. So that's dope too, because there was a time in hip hop history, even Heavy D, Big Ass was out here doing choreography and stuff. So there was a time in hip hop history. <laughs> So yeah. I mean, Big Daddy Kane, he was everyone was doing jumping around and them damn hot ass sweatsuits. Yes. <laughs> so you know, Lil Nas S came out doing Panini and stuff like that. Really killed it. Um, as far as like doing this choreography and stuff like that, but it was different. It was because again, we weren't we were expecting old town roles. So we were expecting the you know country western suit. Um, with the bedazzle and the razzle dazzle on it, the you know hat and everything, so we were kind of expecting that for the while, you know, for the longest. But he came out and did something different, shot this off. So, shout out to him. You know, he's a young guy. I think he's just twenty years old, young, and he just been coming. Oh, really? I thought he was a teenager. I, I just well, you know, to me, you know, all, if you yeah, if you're not twenty one, you're still like a teenager. Years old. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all still little kids out here. So, shout out to him. Um. And then, then we got to the Missy Elliott uh, tribute. So she got the Video Vanguard Award this year, everybody. The Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. And Missy kicked everything off with um, Throw It Back, which is her new single off her EP, Iconology, which is four songs. Well, it's five songs, but it's really four because it's the last song, just the acapella of the last song. But her EP, it gives you that classic Missy. 
It gives you the slow jam, Missy. Then it gives you the singing, Missy. So it gives you everything that you want in four songs. So that's a really dope concept. So shout out to Missy for that. And it's been number two right now on the iTunes chart for the past week as well. So shout out to her. Um, Thought Back is reaching the, is in the top 20 on the iTunes charts as well. The video is gaining a lot of spins too. So she's really doing the damn thing 20 years into her career. So shout out to her. But um, she did Thought Back. She did the Rain Super Duper Fly with the big ba plastic bag suit again. On top of the hill with the bat drop in the video and stuff like that. She had these dancers come out. They did Hot Boys. And then she came out and did Get Your Freak On with the Army Fatigue suit on too. She had the people hanging from the ceiling like in the video. And then she did Work It. But she, um, she didn't really perform Work It. She just performed it in the background. But Allison Stoner, who was the dancer in the video, the little girl from the, the video, the little white girl... She came out grown now, dancing, doing a little jig and stuff like that in the video. And y'all already making memes out of that, too, because y'all making some crazy-ass memes from that. But she's embracing it. She's having fun with it, too. So, uh, shout out to her. Did she did. Um, I wonder what happened. Did Nelly Furtado change yeah, she was on the remix, and they performed that version at the 2001 MTV Awards, too, at the VMAs in 2001. They performed that version, too. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It probably would have been dope to see her if she's still alive. She's still alive. She's yeah. so look, Nelly, look, let me let me tell you about Nelly Furtado. So when Nelly Furtado, when she you know turned to the hip hop side and started hanging with Timbaland and stuff in 2006, when Loud came out, I mean when um Loose came out, so she was married to somebody at that time. They got a divorce. I can't remember the person's name, but he's from a rap group. I want to say, but she's married to this black guy. And she's been thicker than a snicker ever since. She got some hips now, and they actually homegrown. Like she don't got no surgery, nothing. She look real good. Like she look good thick. Like she's thick in the right places. So shout out to you, thick as grits, Nelly Furtado. Um, but it would have been nice if you would have came out too. So, um, <laughs> but then um, I like that. Yeah. Then uh, Missy did pass that Dutch one. One of my favorite underrated Missy songs too. Pass that Dutch. I don't think people get that song enough credit too. Uh, then she did lose control. Sierra didn't come out. You know, she kept saying Sierra in the house, but Sierra was not in the house at all. She was probably at her house, but she wasn't in that house. Oh, yeah. That was kind of weird. I thought for sure Sierra and she was going to be out there one, two steps in the shit and sliding across the floor. <laughs> but I was very taken back by why she wasn't up there. Exactly. Cause I believe she was in Jersey, too, because they just had the um, Black Girl Rock this weekend as well, this past weekend, which premieres on the next coming weekend. So... She was already in the New York area, so she might as well because it just came out there real quick and killed it real fast. But I guess she didn't have time. I guess Russell wanted her in the house at a certain time. But um, and shout out to Sierra too. She's getting her bags in other places too. She just got this uh, new deal with Kohl's. She got she's the new fashion director or something for the Jordan's Kids line at Nike. She's um got this new show. She's executive producing on Nickelodeon that she's also gonna be uh, a judge on too. It's like a family competition show. So she's out here making that mm -hmm. white people money. So shout out to you, Sierra. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, cool, she... cool, cool, cool. Because, you know, the last time we talked about her was <laughs> when she was up here faking and lying, talking about she um <laughs> was a student and had a whole ass degree from Harvard. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I guess there are some things that opened up. You know, but she's, I think she's one of the ones going to always stay working. Girl, saying it ain't so saying. Um, you know, you certainly can be the next Lorraine Gibson, but saying it damn so ain't so saying. But I think all these other irons that she has in the fire, I think she's going to do well. Yes, yes. So, um, and then over, so overall, Missy did really good, though. Shout out to Sean Bankhead, too, the choreographer. Um, but she did really good because I got to remember, too, I always forget that Missy. 
she's been around for so long but the way she's been aging lately she's been like aging in reverse because she's been looking real good lately too but i gotta remember. yeah it was sometimes some you know some, sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna make it through. Yeah, and this is when um, she first got diagnosed yeah, with Grace's disease and stuff. And she, you know, and I forgot she did have an illness, you know, because she had gotten very, very thin and, mm-hmm. and almost kind of very frail looking. Yeah. But like you said, she did look very good, um, you know. And so she's 48, we just, uh, too. We, we're glad. Now, I will say this no tea, no shade. <laughs> you know, we're not the podcast probably won't ever be the biggest podcast you know oh, but when she did now. her um you know gave her speech and she was thinking everybody she definitely you know and, and shout out to the breed she did um definitely think um kid theory and crystals because you know she stated that you know they had been rallying for her and champion for her now i will say we have said several times on national radio that is nobody else deserves um, the Michael Jackson Video Band Guard Award, it should be Missy Elliott. Yes, so, and we've been um, saying that since know, back in the day, Miss. You know, you from, know, we're Virginia's own, honey, Virginia's finest. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just don't forget about the little people who also said it too, honey. Exactly. But we are glad that she did get that award. Um, You know, it was well-deserved. So. Yes, because she's been... And she did a great job with her performance, you know, with, with, with Duke. The, the only thing I was taking back... That you know, typically it runs. You know, they typically have that part of the show towards like the end of the show, yeah, more so. But it was kind of right there, like within the. It started at what eight, so by nine o'clock, she was you know performing and getting her award and doing her speech and everything. But definitely, um, you know, big up to Missy. Yeah, she is one of Virginia's own. Yes, and a, a great artists at visuals too like again her videos are always still the test of time she's always been ahead of the time and it just shows too because remember in 2015 when she was with Katy Perry at the Super Bowl her, her career had a resurgence at that point because even though FNL radio back in the day we were kind of looking like Missy what you doing because it's 2009 you're supposed to have this new album out and you're still not coming out with something so we're getting kind of mad at her a little bit um but we still have love for Missy so when the resurgence started coming back in 2015, it was like, okay, people were starting to really learn. Cause I keep forgetting there's some little-ass kids out in these streets now. So the little younger crowd starting to really pick up on who Missy Elliott is. So now that's been about five years now, almost. So now those people are a little older now, more acclimated to know who Missy is. So now her career is taking another resurgence again. So, you know, that's really dope that someone can, for, you know, for as long as she has not released music, it's been 14 years since she released her last album, The Cookbook. So for someone to still be able to capture people's attention, not just us who's the OG fans who always listened to her since day one, but now the younger people starting to pick up too and start to appreciate her and give her her flowers, that's a really dope look. So shout out again to Missy Yelly too, or Dr. Missy as we should, because she got her honor, uh, honorary doctorate degree from Berkeley Music. So we got to call it Dr. Missy Elliott now. So shout out to Dr. Missy Elliott. Um, Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello did Senorita. It was cute, you know, for what it was, you know. Yeah, it was pretty true. I didn't realize that they were an item. They were a thing. I didn't know that. Uh, you know, because they kind of tease operas. But um, I love Sean Mendes. So, um, you know, that kind of the girl. I was, you know, that's that one. <laughs> I was just glad to not hear her have to sing that. Yes. Now, y'all know my, I've tweeted my feelings about that, people. Um, You, you know, it, they, they have a very awkward relationship. It's a very, um, uh, it's like if they tried to make, 
the example I would use is if they try to make Luther Vandross have a girlfriend. I'll just leave it at that. Um, so now moving <laughs> I was using an example of say that you, oh hell, when they tried to um when they made Stephanie Mills, not Stephanie Mills, but who was it that dated um what's his name? Johnny Gill. What's the singer Stacey Lattimore? <laughs> That's just Stacey Lattimore. Yes, you know, a, a arrangement, oh. if you will. So, anyways, so moving on. So, then, uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> well, so you think it's been set up by the label? Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, so, this, uh, Miley Cyrus, that we just talked about her, she did her new song, Slide, uh, Slide Away, which is a response record to, you know, she just announced her divorce. At the beginning of the summer, yeah, we did the show. She got married, and now yeah. she divorced already. So, um, yeah, she won't marry that long, but you know, he's trying to say that she just have now these kind of lesbian relationships. <laughs> he claimed it was nothing like that, but we say this out there is a different. Yes, I mean, you were out there on the boat kissing, um, who was ex girlfriend? I think the weekend's ex girlfriend, Bella Hadid, one of them, or someone's ex girlfriend, you was kissing on the boat. So, I mean, but hey. Miley came presentable. She wasn't out here with a phone finger or twerking on the stage. She had a nice, short black dress on, wet hair. Um, but she would just, you know, just sing her little harder way, if you will. Um, Rosalie. Yes. <laughs> um, Rosalie and Osuna, they did the little um, Latin mix. They did, um, don't maybe try to pronounce these songs, people, but they did something. Um, Shout out to Trauma Donna, who choreographed that set as well. Her did a song called Anti. Now, here's the thing about love about her. So, her, she's kind of like, her performance reminded me of when Alicia Keys performed for the first time, Fallen, at the 2001 VMAs. You know, she gave you that vibe, you know, because she plays her instruments. You know, she was very low-key and stuff like that. Um, the thing about her, though. Is she has some new hair. Huh? And she has some new hair. Yeah. So, um, only she wears that um, big curly wavy hair with a part down the middle. Yes, I'm, I'm so weird, but um, she did have some new hair. Um, and she had braids in her hair, she yeah. had braids. Um, so that was cool. But what I like about her, and I didn't mean to cut you off, what mm. I like about her is you kind of never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you know, you always know that she did a good performance, but you don't know whether you know she, you know on her woke side or whether mm -hmm. she's gonna give you a nice old love song, go ballad. So that's that's what I do love about her stuff. So. Yeah, and that, like you just piggybacking off what you said because like we said, at every award show she's been performed at for the past year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, she gave you a different song or a different vibe and even with um tonight, uh, well not tonight, but when she did the VMAs the other night. Anti, that's not a song that's out. That's not on her EP. That's not on her album or anything like that. So that's a brand new song. When she did the BET Awards, that was a brand new song she performed. Um, again, so she gave you different elements, different vibes, and everyone connects to her. Like I remember seeing her set on Coachella when I was watching it on uh, the live stream on Coachella, and she had people like white people out there just like at her words and just like crying and stuff like that. And we saw some of that in the audience too at the VMAs. So. Again, she connects with everybody around the you know world, no matter your ethnicity and color and stuff like that. So that's a really dope thing too, because a lot of people can't do that. So shout out to her that can really connect people with her music and just really you know hear that real shit that she's talking and stuff like that. Uh, so shout out to her. 
and then Normani came out and did her first solo performance of uh, her new single called Motivation. P- gave you the video, um, pretty much the equivalent of what she did in the music video. She gave you to that on the stage. And she uh, and she killed it too. Like she a little star in the making for real. So shout out to Normani, um, who did the damn thing. I mean, she get it, she gave y'all a backflip, uh, a twerk on the ground. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think um, her split from was it? Oh yeah, was the VMAs. Yeah, when she was in Fifth Harmony. Yeah. yeah, I think that was probably the best thing that she probably. I think that that group kind of dissolving or her leaving or whatever the case may be. I think that was probably a better move for her. Mm-hmm. So shout out to she ended up, that song with um, Khalid, you know, Khalid. Yeah. Can we bring a love That kind of, you know, that, I really liked her on that as well. So yeah. I think you know. This is probably a better move for her. Yes, yes. And shout out to Sean Bankhead, too. He choreographed that set, um, performance as well. Um, and then we had, um, after that, we had uh, Big Sean and ASAP Ferg. Now, the, again, brand new song. Big Sean's never hit the VMA stage before, but his first VMA performance. And it was actually a good performance. You know, hell, they doing choreography, too. ASAP Ferg doing a little move, then... Um, they doing a little squat move and stuff like that, and then Big Sean doing a little jig and stuff too. I'm like, okay, hip hop really, cause we never seen Big Sean really dance before. So to see Big Sean doing a little, you know, choreography a little bit, hitting you with a little, you know, boom cat, I was like, okay, that's really dope too. So shout out to them. Um, Berserk is the new song as well from Big Sean's new album, um, Down Life, which is coming out real soon. So shout out to him. Um, J Balvin and Bad Bunny did K Pretenders. Uh, shout out to Friends With You, which is like the art uh, firm. They did all the art stuff on the stage and stuff like that. They did the big art balloons that were at uh, something in the water here as well. So they really give you that real cool art that I like type of stuff. And then we had the um, Jersey medley people. So everybody from New Jersey came out for this medley. We had uh, Naughty By Nature. They came out and did OPP. You had uh, Redman. He did... Um, um, What's the damn song? Uh, goodness. I'm I'm trying to sleep by that part because oh, I, yeah. I must have been snoring. <laughs> I don't remember none of that. But Redman came Pass, out. Uh, <laughs> Pass Namani. I don't, I don't remember anything. <laughs> no. But no, uh, but Redman. Because I remember, I was just saying, you know, they were you, um, they tuned for Naughty by Nature. Yeah. And I think when I, I was like, Reggie. Reggie <laughs> and um, I believe he already. I got the telephone over. <laughs> I think it was like five o'clock at the time, but um, <laughs> but no, um, but Redman came out and I shot the Redman too. Cause I remember his, I still remember his classic episode of MTV Cribs when he had the shoe box in the dirty ass kitchen with money on the top of the refrigerator. So shot the um, in the broken ass screen door in Jersey. So shot the um, Redman for that. But he came out, did something. Uh, Fetty Watt came out, did Trap Queen, because, you know, he's still, he can eat off that song for the rest of his life, pretty much, at this point. So he did um, Trap Queen. Wyclef John did Gone to November and uh, No Woman, No Cry. Um, and then Queen Latifah came out. Oh, she- yeah, I don't remember because I don't, <laughs> I don't remember seeing Fetty Watt. Definitely don't remember seeing Wyclef John, nor Redman, nor Not If I Need Now. And then, <laughs> and then Queen Latifah came out. She did U N I T Y, and now this is so dope because yeah. <laughs> Queen Latifah came out on a uh, on a motorcycle, 
and she went to, came into the venue on the motorcycle. Now, for those in us in the nineties who remember her, her brother was killed in a motorcycle accident, so and she would always wear a key around her neck with the motorcycle key in memory of her brother. And so she always had the fear of motorcycles for that long time. So it was very, you know, for us to see her on the motorcycle, that was really big too, because I don't know, she hadn't done that in a long time. So that was dope to see her coming on the motorcycle, kind of get that Jersey feel and kind of pay homage to her brother as well. So that was really dope. So overall, it was a good, nice Jersey moment for the show. Um, and some of the winners too, real quick to run down. Video of the year went to Taylor Swift. And, and let me say this, um, you know that you and I see why that was on Queen Latifah's Black Rain CD, yes. um, or Black Rain album. And I don't know if my old college um, friend could see and he's just listening to this, I want my goddamn CD. I let, <laughs> <laughs> let you find that goddamn CD and they see that again, I will make you that. <laughs> 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 if you all be like, don't nobody want that goddamn Black Rain CD, you can <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the winners, real quick. Video of the year went to Taylor Swift. You need to calm down. Artist of the year, Ariana Grande. Song of the year, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road. Best group, BTS. Best new artist, Billie Eilish, aka Billie Eilish. This is what I call her because she shouldn't have won. Um, best collaboration, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello on his beard, Senorita. Um, push artist of the year, Billie Eilish, aka Billie Eilish. Best Pop, Jonas Brothers Sucker. Best Hip Hop, Cardi B Money. Best R&B, Normani featuring Black for Waves. Best K-Pop, BTS and Halsey for Boy With Love. Best Latin, Rosalia and J Balvin for Con Artruder. Best Dance, Chainsmokers and Baby Ratsa for Call You Mine. Best Rock, Panic at the Disco for High Hopes. Best Video for The Good, Taylor Swift, You Need to Calm Down. Best Direction, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road, directed by Kyle Maddock. Best Visual Effects, Taylor Swift. Um, for me, best editing for Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. Best art direction, Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. Best cinematography, Rosalia and J Balvin. Um, best cinematography, J, uh, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, uh, Senorita. Best power anthem, like I mentioned earlier, Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign for Hot Girl Summer. Song of the Summer, Ariana Grande and Social House for Boyfriend. And uh, MJ v- Video Vanguard Award, Missy Elliott. And then the MTV fashion trailblazer award went to mark jacobs and so that was your vma wrap up all in one everyone um so for the um it's been like this big thing with the 99s and 2000s coming back to people so like i just told you all um domani's new video for her song um motivation the video directed by dave myers and uh, Daniel Russell, who's actually from the 757, he's from Norfolk, and he actually just directed the Missy video, too, for Thor Bet, and he's under the guidance of Dave Myers, so that's a really good look, too. But um, that video gives you a very early 2000s vibe that, you know, gives you inspirations from Beyonce's Crazy in Love, Britney Spears' Baby One More Time, J-Lo and Ja Rule's I'm Real video. So it gives you a lot of old school, like, early 2000s vibes and stuff like that, and she mentioned that, too, that the song gives you that type of energy as well. But as of late, people, there's been another early 99-2000 situation that's been happening, too, because I'm like, oh, y'all really got these songs really um, popping off right now with these challenges on social media, which is called the DMX Challenge. And it's because of all this, because of this song here, everybody.
gon' puff sweet bitches, make you wanna eat bitches, but not me. Y'all niggas get off the plate all you want, but not me. Uh, I fuck with these hoes from a distance, the instant they start to catch feelings, I start to steal in their shit, then I'm out, just like a thief in the night. I sink my teeth in the bite, and think your life, I'm thinking more like, what's up tonight? All right, so y'all remember the part when he said, you know, it's Karisha, blah, 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 all the girls in the song and stuff like that. So all the people right now are doing social media challenges called the DMX Challenge. And this song has actually been on the top 20 of the iTunes charts now. So again, so shout out to Earl Simmons because he's making some money now because that's that, you know, and that's how his deal is working out. I hope he didn't, you know, sell his money to someone else. I hope he didn't have an R. Kelly situation. He's actually making money. But again, it's a resurgence of his career now because people are listening to old DMX music now again. And, you know, he's out of jail. He got a new baby on the way. We just saw him on Black Ink Crew a couple of weeks ago. Um, right. yeah. <laughs> so, um, y'all, why the hell was I listening to DMX at nine years old back in the day? I'm trying to think that now because DMX, they were so very graphic. And uh, they're very different. You know, when you get older, you really start to pay attention to his lyrics. It's like, nigga, you really thought you were the dog for real. But, you know, he um he's very different. And um and I still listen, bump DMS here and there. So shout out to Earl Simmons um, and his career and stuff like that. And the resurgence of him. Because now people from the early 2000s, little babies, are now listening to DMS. And, you know, now he's getting a little residual check and stuff like that. So shout out to you, Mr. DMS. So one thing, too, that's been happening this summer, too, people, is the chicken sandwich debate. Now, Popeye's introduced their chicken sandwich. They have the classic chicken sandwich and the spicy chicken sandwich. I tried this chicken sandwich probably about, actually about a month ago, but it wasn't advertised like that. So one of my friends was like, you know, you want to um, get a chicken sandwich? I was like, okay, you know, just pick me up a chicken sandwich, whatever. I didn't know it was new. I was under the impression that chicken, um, that Popeyes always had a chicken sandwich, but me, I always go to Popeyes and always get their specials. So they got the boneless wing special, they got the uh, surf and turf special with the shrimp and the chicken tenders, or the dipping strips deal, whatever. That's all I do. I just get their little specials. I don't really pay attention to the menu items like that because first of all, the price is high as hell. So I just don't pay attention to the menus like that, <laughs> <laughs> unless they got some coupons. But so I tried the chicken sandwich. I was like, okay, this is real good and stuff like that. Then next thing I know, I started seeing all the social media people trying the chicken sandwich and now it's the chicken sandwich war. You got Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's. And Popeye's, you know, the new kid on the block with the chicken sandwiches and got Chick-fil-A throwing shots and stuff like that. But Popeye's coming back saying, at least we open on Sundays. People got to eat on Sundays as well. You know, it's a lot of back and forth. And you know what? This reminds me, the chicken war reminds me of Cardi B and uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is Chick-fil-A because she's the classic OG. Everyone knows Chick-fil-A for the sandwiches and everything like that. But here come Popeye's coming in the midst, taking over and being real popular now, which is Cardi B. So now Nicki Minaj, a.k.a. Chick-fil-A, is mad at Popeye's. So that's what I'm kind of equivalent it to. So I've had uh, a good four sandwiches thus far. Um, and that seems like it's going to be the it because... Popeyes made an announcement yesterday that they are no longer making the sandwiches because they have sold out of the sandwiches. They have sold two million sandwiches since the uh, start of the sandwich uh, advertisement two weeks ago, uh, aka shot the black Twitter. And so they are no longer. They ran out of sandwiches. They ran out of supplies. And um, they said they will be back soon, though. They promised that. So uh, hope you all. Hopefully, y'all got y'all chip sandwich fits. Um, Monique, you said you tried this chicken sandwich last weekend. Well, yeah, so um, I've had two, 
Yeah, and actually, I just remember too, because that night I was on the phone with you when I was in the car waiting at that long ass Popeyes line was a Sunday. That's when I was at Popeyes getting, um, I think that was my third sandwich that, uh, at that point. But I was in the line at Popeyes with you on the phone. Remember how long that took for me to even get home or even get to the window? And it got the nerve to say, um, we closed, but then the guy come on the mic and say, hello. I would have emailed real quick that next morning. I said, I was dissatisfied with this service. I'm waiting for my email now and response back before I can get my free meal. But anyways, okay. so uh, I love an email. But uh, but yeah, with the sandwich, though, it hit. I don't know why it hits different. Cause I love a crispy chicken. So because there was a little more crunchier than Chick-fil-A's, I think that's why I appreciated it a little more. And then even with the um, when I go to Chick-fil-A and I get a spicy chicken sandwich, I still get a packet of Texas Pete hot sauce and sprinkle some hot sauce on there and put my mayo on the um sandwich and stuff like that so it's pretty much was like me going to chick-fil-a and putting my you know condiments together on my chicken sandwich um the, but the one thing too people that we must always remember though you will always get class act service at chick-fil-a those are angels i don't know who trained those people and where they've been picked from but they are some angels on earth they will my pleasure you the hell out of you they will give you unlimited sauces here chick-fil-a gonna charge you 25 cent plus tax for sauce but Chick-fil-A will give you all the sauces. Sometimes I remember I had to give them some sauce. They kind of like, oh, y'all gave me a little too much sauce. You know, it's always good to have a lot of sauces from Chick-fil-A, but they gave me a little too much. I was like, oh, y'all can have these, you know, pass it on, pay it for it to the next person. But, you know, Chick-fil-A will always give you that type of service. And, <laughs> and yes, I probably should not be saying this, but it's something about going to Chick-fil-A and having the white person tell you it is not pleasant a motherfucking service. <laughs> Like it just makes you feel grand. It makes you feel like you really want it and appreciate it and the establishment and waiting for this line. Especially in the drive through. Even the drive through out there with their tablets, they're taking your order. Here can Chick-fil-A, I mean um Popeyes. And I think again, because the Popeyes, I think that's how the fuck they messed up my goddamn um order with the damn fries versus that that their rice. Yeah. When I order, I said, um, I want dirty rice. The man go get me. We don't have a dirty rice. It's called Cajun rice. I said, "What the Cajun rice? That's what I want." Then. Yes, niggas still dirty rice. Yeah. Now, do you think fucking Chick Fil A would have done that? Not at all. Even though they closed okay. on a Sunday, they still give you service out the ass. Give you all the condiments you need. They don't charge you for nothing. Hell, I went there. I think probably four years ago. Before I started working at the company I'm at now, I went there for an interview to be um, one of their marketing people, but I didn't take the job because I didn't know you had to work in the kitchen too. I thought I was just going to be working in the corporate office, but apparently you got to work in the kitchen too. So I, I'm not about that kitchen life. I never worked fast food in my life, so I'm not about that life. So we can't get there to goddamn waffle fries, like bacon, graphic, I Yeah, so I, I was going to be some, doing some graphic design. I was not about to be in nobody's kitchen. But at the interview, the manager gave me a free meal, <laughs> though. <laughs> not at all. See, I'm not about that life because I said, no, thank you. And I said, I actually told him at the interview, I said, you know what? I thought this was going to be just, you know, the corporate office side of it. I know I had to come in and make y'all some fries, too. So I said, I would politely decline this <laughs> offer. But the manager, when I declined the offer, he said, well, you want to go home with a free meal? So he gave me a whole ass free large meal walking. I said, you know what? Y'all some nice ass <laughs> people now. I feel bad now. 
I said, you know what? Y'all too fucking nice. But you know what? They are some angels, though. So shout out to Chick-fil-A. And then other properties came into the mix, too. Oh, got their fries on the selfie stick trying to make their breath about his ass. that. And then other companies started chiming in too with their chicken sandwiches and stuff like that. I didn't hear Riley's or Checkers chiming because they know their place. Um, Shake Shack. I think Zazby had a little something to say. Yeah, Zazby had something to say, but y'all got badass service too. Um, who else? Shake Shack. I didn't know Shake Shack had the chicken sandwich, but apparently y'all here trying to charge $15 for a chicken sandwich. So we said, yeah. fuck y'all. Um, yeah, because that's it. My homework um, was telling me. They went there over the weekend. They went to the one in D.C. And they spent $90 yes. for four people to eat. Exactly. I was like, yes, Exactly. And shake that. Uh-huh. Cause I thought they was only famous for their shakes and burgers. Yeah, I know they had the whole chicken sandwich, but you know they got chicken sandwich, so we said keep that. She said out of those meals, only two dollars. And she said out of those meals, only two cable fries and a drink. I said this what? Uh uh, nope. <laughs> the fuck. So uh uh-uh. uh. So then um, McDonald's. Y'all know y'all place too. So some of y'all that's acting real brand new with these Popeyes chicken sandwich. Remember where you came from. The McChicken always served you right for a dollar at the McDonald's dollar menu. <laughs> so know your place. Don't get brand new now. Because the Popeye's chicken sandwiches are gone now. It's going to either be Chick-fil-A or back to the McDonald's McChicken for a dollar. Take your pick. Your ass trying to spread a goddamn a dollar. I'll your goddamn... I'll your goddamn... I'll your goddamn... I'll your yeah, your ass is brand new because I'm fucking the Popeyes that came out with their shit. Yeah. Okay. So again, um, the <laughs> so the chicken sandwich. Don't act like you got too goddamn good. Exactly. Make you a nice little meal for about three fifty. Get you a dollar large iced tea or a dollar large coke. Um, get you a mint chicken for a dollar. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. 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 Aunt Bertha from the commercial, she didn't even advertise the chicken sandwich, so I think she out here. Yeah, nothing about the chicken sandwiches. Because exactly. they never advertised it. My aunt was the one that told me, and I was out was off last Friday, and my aunt was the one that making it. So I said, what is this going to see? What is it going to Niggas acting real crazy about some chicken in the streets, but you know it's good, though. But uh, then also, um, Two of y'all gotta remember, like again, this is like all advertisement and stuff like that at the hands of Black Twitter. So Black Twitter is undefeated because again, it was Black social media that got Patty the Bell Pies selling out at Walmart. So now she got this long-standing deal with Walmart. Um, I think we did the same thing recently with some other brand too. So um, again, shout out to the power of Black Twitter people because we will advertise and promote the hell out of something, make it viral, and now we stole out all the chicken sandwiches, and now y'all back to McDonald's. Y'all make chickens. So, um, 
if Wendy's didn't say nothing to me, I think Wendy's, y'all know y'all place too, because Wendy's, y'all chicken sandwich not good like that. Burger King, y'all know y'all place because I still got that long ass football but shaped hot fish chicken sandwich. We got them tacos that I hear taste motherfucking destruction. Yeah. Now, I've never had chicken sandwich from Wendy's. I know. If I eat Wendy's, I only eat the Junior's Asian. Yes. And that's it. I'm, I've never had a chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Um, Burger King's Burger King, when I go to Burger King, I either give me, uh, and this is again when I ate stuff like that, I either would give me a ham, and, ham egg and cheese croissant or either um, a Junior Whopper with cheese. And that was it. I ain't never had no chicken sandwich from Burger King either. But you know, I, I don't believe in eating cases with Burger King guys selling tacos and fish sandwiches and shit like that. You yeah. know, out here putting ketchup on your tacos. Burger King, you get the hell out of here with that. Goodness. So, um, but yeah, so the chicken sandwich war, you know, Popeyes, they, they sold out. They they hit they double platinum status with two million um sandwiches sold. They bowing out right now, but they will be coming back with a cert um, resurgence and when the vengeance. So y'all make sure when the Popeyes come out the new chicken sandwiches, Popeyes, y'all make sure you have enough orders and get some talented workers that are actually happy to make my order. And actually, I thought... So my husband works for KFC. He's a district manager for KFC. So when I asked him, um, you know, quite often, how's business going? And uh-huh. so he said, Pop guys, look at these. He said, you know, we got, you got us a chicken sandwich, too. We got Cheetos on. I was like, I got goddamn sandwich. I said, he got them. Oh, yeah. Uh, not the bag on KFC real quick. And motherfucking... No. Yes, nothing bad. <laughs> that's, that's it. Nothing more. Nothing. Yeah. And nobody wanna know that. Take the sandwich for no goddamn motherfucking Cheetos on it. Yes, and not the bag on KFC real quick, but KFC, y'all know y'all plays too. That's why I didn't pop up in this conversation because y'all remember y'all came out with that double decker um, sandwich with the two chicken patties with um <laughs> as the buns, and then on the inside was just the you know the condiments and stuff like that. So remember that was a heart attack waiting to happen, and y'all stopped selling that. So. Remember where y'all came from, KFC, with that double decker sandwich. Goodness, my heart. Yeah, like I said, stick to the goddamn original recipe and the motherfucker Popeyes. They got to be all right. Yes, and and I feel bad for some of the Popeyes workers too, cause y'all been out here fighting in Popeyes. And I, I think I told y'all this on the show a long time ago too. But in Philly on South Street, there was a Popeyes that y'all were out here, on Broad Street actually. And they, this one, Popeye said, like, the special, I think they had chicken. I was in college, because I remember I got some. But they had, like, the deal for, like, $5, and you get, like, 20 pieces of chicken or something crazy. So people were mad because they saw out of the chicken. They wasn't there in time. They're out there throwing uh, stuff through the window, busting the windows open at the Popeyes. The Popeyes got so uh, <laughs> the Popeyes got so scared that they got bars at the window at the um, at the registers. I don't know if they still got it. Now I haven't been to that Popeyes in a long time. I don't even know if it's still open. But they had bars on the windows because they were shook up from that uh, that situation. And you actually had to pay for the chicken, like you do at the check cashing place with the little glass box, and you um, put the money in the thing. And yeah, the- I'm just like I said, I think it's a couple like that um, in New York as well. That you- oh, of course, because they get robbed all the time. Uh, so. Plastic glass up at the goddamn window. Yeah, of course. People don't know how to fuck it back, but yeah, I've been whipping the workers' asses. Um, I ran some store. They for us saying I was. And, um, you know, again, they would tell you, you know, you call and wait anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes after you place your order. 
and the lady the worker that actually made a sandwich and waited somebody else and that wanna beat that goddamn worker ass. I can't be doing that to these goddamn Popeye's workers. Yes. The Popeye's worker come from behind the speaker like, oh, you got something to say? You got? I'm like, they'll do this at um, Chick-fil-A. What's happening? We in the ghetto. You in the hood now, baby. But um, so then also there was a worker. Now y'all playing um, the beginning of um, Tamla Man's Take Me to the King, which she said, I've been tired or something like that. So this one worker was this lady, and she was like kneeling down on the bench because she was tired from making all these sandwiches. And I'm like, you know what? Now I feel bad from all y'all making making these people work hard for these sandwiches. They still pay again pay under um, minimum wage and stuff like that. These establishments. I was like, you know what? I feel bad now. So that's why I said I'm gonna go to Popeyes one more time just to get one more chicken sandwich. I'm that's it. I'm not gonna work y'all no more. But um, I still got an email to get some uh, free stuff. So I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Like I said, I had that one on Friday, and that one is Monday. So, you know, if I feel the urge for you, another chick, because I was like, I know my urban life, I'm coaching, and that's going to be Friday. <laughs> so, um, what I've been doing, like I said, if I feel the urge, I'll go on over to um, Chick-fil-A where I get my reparations, my 40 acres in a meal. <laughs> Not to have to serve you there. And, you know, a lot of times it's a young white teenager. Yes. So. <laughs> it makes me feel real good on the inside. <laughs> Feel like baby girl yeah. um, that on um, Ninety Day Fiance who um, only watch white movies and. Yes. Oh goodness. Um, speaking of taking all my money, so Disney, um, earlier this summer announced that their streaming service Disney Plus is coming in November, and they just announced the prices for it. So it'll be six ninety nine a month. And then, or if you already have Hulu, since Disney just bought Hulu uh, and Fox, so you get a bundle deal for eleven ninety nine. I think it's twelve ninety nine a month for thirteen dollars. You get Hulu and Disney Plus, and on top of that, uh, you get um, ESPN as well in the midst. So Disney Plus. Let me, my credit card is enough. Yes, hide your credit card because Jaden will be after it. So of course. All of Disney's uh, stuff, they're actually starting, starting to take all of their stuff off of Netflix slowly by surely. So Disney moving their stuff off of Netflix like a woman who's trying to leave her um, abusive husband, like that episode of Murdering the Thirst. She's slowly moving, Disney's slowly moving their stuff out of the um, Netflix archive and slowly packing it to the new place. And then before you know it, your wife is gone and Disney is the wife and she's gone for Netflix and she's moving to her new place, which is Disney+. Plus. So... That's what they're doing. They just announced that um, the Proud family, um, well, Tommy Lee Davis' son, announced that there's going to be a reboot of um, Proud Family. So we haven't heard Kyla Pratt mention anything yet, and Disney Plus hasn't mentioned it yet, but that's on the uh, table right now. Then also... They, oh, then the family family Proud Family. <laughs> Shout out to Samaja <laughs> Desi Shout. And um, mm-hmm. th- then they just announced that... Um, <laughs> then they announced too that um Hillary Duff um is coming back to play Lizzie McGuire. So they're saying that she's gonna be a thirty year old um New Yorker who's they have a dream job, her dream man and stuff like that. Um so we're gonna see how that plays out too, because Hillary Duff is already on the show on T V Land what they with the Paramount called um Younger and she's been doing that for the past seven years, so now She's going back to Disney, and, you know, that's been working out for Raven Simone as well, so everyone's making their Disney money real quick. All the original Disney stars are back making their adult Disney coin now. 
Mm. Yeah, because Jaden loves that, um, what's that, what's the, that's the Raven show? Oh, Raven's Home. Yeah, he loves that show. I guess my DVR is full of fucking, <laughs> um, <laughs> Raven's Home. And then, um, that's not the only thing with Disney Plus 2 people, so they're going to have a lot of archive, uh, Disney shows up there too, so they're going to have a lot of older Disney shows like That's So Raven, uh, Proud Family, which you can actually watch now on the Disney Now app for free. As long as you log in with your cable provider, you can watch all those old school Disney shows right now. But they're going to have a lot of Disney shows, Disney movies, Disney original movies, original programming, and all the Marvel movies too. So like Black Panther, all the Disney Marvel movies are going to be on Disney Plus now, people. So no more Netflix, it'll be on Disney Plus. So... Um, and then of course BT. Oh, yeah. That's my husband know that he watches Black Panther every goddamn day. <laughs> yes. So all be on Disney Plus and also now too BET of course coming to that streaming service in the fall as well. So now it makes you wonder, yeah. okay, now somebody gotta get cut out the midst though, because BT Plus Plus have a lot of programming as well. So I'm trying to think who um Hulu or Netflix, which one y'all gonna go? <clears throat> Well, mm, we, I mean, I've had both before in the past. Now, I have Netflix with, you know, we have Comcast as our cable provider. And they, you know, and with Comcast, we get Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, it's not the food that we're paying for, but I don't have to have a separate subscription. Um, I've had Hulu in the past as well. Um, what I like about Hulu is, you know, you can see live shows, yeah. whereas Netflix, you Yeah, I'm going to pick one of the yeah, two. Yeah, I'm going to see my coin, so. 
Yes, exactly. Shout out to the Fire Stick because they're going to have some of the networks on there too. So you'll be my best friend, Fire Stick, for sure. Um, speaking of Disney, though, Black Panther 2 was announced at the D23 um, Expo, which is Disney's um, big event that they have every year around this time of the year. Just highlighted a lot of stuff they're going to have coming up and everything like that. So Black Panther 2 will be coming out in theaters on May 6, 2022, everybody. So when I'm 32 years old, Black Panther will be in theaters for the sequel. Um, yeah, good I'll be 32 when that movie come out. Hmm. Interesting. And you'll be what? Almost forty two. Yeah, I, I will be forty one, going on forty two. Yep. Hmm. We're gonna be old, but um. So. Oh. <laughs> Nobody got your birthday. Well, look. So we. <laughs> so we know by then what we need to do for the Black Panther two movie day in twenty twenty two. We got years to plan now. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, we got to go ahead and start gearing up. Um. You know. <laughs> What we did for Black Panther one, um, we tried to take some, you know, kids that possibly could not afford, um, you know, or their parents can't afford to um, buy a movie ticket. How many kids did we take that day? I forgot. That was last year. I forgot it's, already. <laughs> yeah, it's discount my kid. Well, yeah, that that was um, yeah, I forgot, but that was a really, it was a really good day, though. I will say that for sure. So shout out to everyone who participated in that all the people who reached out to to help like Brittany um Atkins who is um Ju um Jaru's daughter she um put the word on her social media as well because she is um uh, she was going to have the university at the time she was just going to graduate and she put the word out there too yeah and my co-worker Marvin um Oh, that's right. And I remember once I turned the money over to you the next day, you skipped town with the Philadelphia, but that's a um, But my, I remember my co-worker, Marvin, um, he coaches, like, Little League football. But um, he was a big, big, big supporter or whatever. He gave a lot. So I'll start letting um, putting the words out to um, my co-workers now, putting the word out to my coworkers now, um, so they can get their coins and they budget together, honey, because you don't need it. So yes. <laughs> in twenty twenty two, but um so that's gonna be a big maybe for sure. when I I'm thinking you know, depending on what we get, maybe you and I can, you know, go ahead and have and match it. That way we're able to kind of take more kids. Yeah. And we'll have more time too, because we actually thought about it like last minute. So we actually have a lot of definitely a lot of time to plan for the next one for sure. So we definitely um do that next, you know I was about to say next year, but in two years or three years rather. So we definitely get that popping off for um that time frame for sure. Um, speaking of toys and movies and action and stuff like that, um something that you would never have thought that would miss, but Mr. Potato Head and Tupac in the same sentence, everybody. So. Uh, Hasbro, which is the toy maker, you know, they make all the toys, like, um, and they make some games and stuff too, like they made Mr. Potato Head. I forgot what game boards they have too, but I think it was Sorry or some other stuff like that they have on the, um, toy lineup. Well, people, they have just purchased E1 Entertainment One. So I don't know if y'all remember Entertainment One, but they have a production company. They do a lot of TV shows. They did, um, Mary Mary's TV show on WeTV. They do, um, I forget who else it was, too. There's someone else's reality show, too. But well, they the worst. It's called to go out there <laughs> and cuss honey out like that damn boy. 
before they took that trip to Israel. I'm not for certain that they were the ones behind that, but um, that sounds like some wee TV shit. So. <laughs> But um, then also they have an entertainment a record label to E1 Music. They have artists like um Tracy Braxton, Tamar Braxton, um, everyone's on E1. So all the R&B artists that got dropped from their labels, they signed with E1 basically. Selena Johnson, she just signed to deal with E1. Well, now she's under the umbrella of Hasbro Toy Makers now, and not just her, but also Death Row Records. Everybody, so Death Row Records, which was purchased. Um, by E1 not too long ago, were part of the bid to grow a um, stable of family-friendly entertainment. Now, I don't know what Death Row is part of the family-friendly entertainment part, but apparently they put that in their press release. So, the toy maker announced the $4 billion deal Thursday to buy British company Entertainment One, which produces animated kids shows such as Peppa Pig and PJ Masks, but it also owns the rap label. So Hasbro, which also owns the rights to My Little Pony, Monopoly, and Mr. Potato Head, said that the company was looking to expand family brands and television production with the purchase. So the acquisition of E1S beloved story-led global family brands that deliver strong operating returns to Hasbro's portfolio and provides a pipeline of new brand creation driven by family-oriented storytelling, Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner said in a statement. So Hasbro has, um, you know, Death Row signed artists back in 91, such as um, the DLC, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, uh, and it's all by Suge Knight, a.k.a. Mr. Marion, and whose son is on the show that we had not watched on VH1 that we kept saying we were going to try to catch, but we had not watched it yet, but it's called Love and Listings, and he's trying to be a realtor. We haven't watched that show yet, people, but he's on VH1. Yeah, and I've not been able to, it's not been a watch option, but I've when you try to look at it on demand for whatever reason, I've tried like three times to watch it on demand, but it, it never gives a watch option. So I was like, okay, word. Must not be enough for me to watch it. And then I was going to see if I could find it on um, Mr. World Premiere, and I just never did. So. Yeah. Um, and the, the label filed for bankruptcy back in 2006 after a series of lawsuits and the imprisonment of Mr. Shug Knight himself, especially as he tried to, um, well, he didn't try, he did roll off the body of somebody and act like it was a damn speed bump. Um, and it's been changed hands several times. It ended up with Entertainment One when it was bought for $280 million back in 06. So, you know, again, people, um, and, and I mean, I wonder if, now I guess we'll get some Michelet on, you know, streaming services too. You know, can I get some? I'll get some streaming services now, so I guess I can have uh, something in my heart now. You can see on a Mr. Potato Head, you know, pull string or something like that. So you know, we shall see what happens with this <laughs> uh, Entertainment One deal. I wonder how Suge Knight feels about it. He hasn't released a statement yet because you know he always maybe he's faking like he got a seizure this week or something. I don't know, but you know he um. your <laughs> pleasure. So that's what's happening right there, people. Um, also, real quick, too, people, just to give y'all an update. Leola Brown on Facebook the other night on Sunday said that Bobby Brown got hit by a car and that they want him for dead and that his so-called wife was trying to out get him, too. Bobby Brown's lawyer said that it's not true. Leola's a damn lie. And um, she did, he did not get hit by no car. His two legs are not broken or nothing like that. And he's not left for dead. So that's not true. Um... Real quick, too, Terrence Howard has to pay his um, ex-wife $1.5 million in his spousal support. Now, baby girl, I hope you save that money up. And Terrence, I hope you save that money, too, because, of course, this is Empire's last season. That's premiering in September. And to be honest, we haven't seen Terrence Howard in nothing else since then. So, you know, save that money, baby. Um, 
other things too that's in these streets. So a lot of people have been up in arms about in uh, the NFL deal between Jay Z and the NFL. So remember Jay Z and um Ape shit, he said, you know, tell the Super Bowl we uh the NFL we don't need you, you need me. And basically, you know, back in um 2009 you know he basically was saying you know fuck the nfl and stuff like that in the super bowl and so it's been an ongoing thing but now um with the whole colin kaepernick situation a lot of people are saying well why did jay take this deal where he's going to be producing the uh, super bowl halftime show he's leading the conversation among the nfl and you know just let them know hey this is why we're taking the stance that we are why the uh, players are taking the stance that they are um as far as like kneeling and stuff like that or you know just you know taking a, a protest to police brutality and a lot of different things that's happening in the society so he's making that re- that you know that line between uh, or bridging that gap rather between what's you know what's real in these streets what's really going on and for the NFL can actually take light and actually understand what's going on so people were like, you know, why is Jay-Z doing this? He's just in it for the money. Um, Damon Dash said in an interview not too long ago that, you know, y'all know Jay-Z ain't shit. Um, Colin Kaepernick didn't say anything bad about it or nothing like that because Colin Kaepernick took a settlement and he signed the NDA. So we don't really know what Colin Kaepernick's deal is, you know, because, of course, Colin Kaepernick hasn't played on the team since he started taking the nil a few years ago. So he's been out of the yeah. job. But, yeah, he's been out of but he got, yeah, yeah. But then he got a, um, you know, a, a a good amount of money. They say he got, they made a lot of money from the uh, settlement, and then also, you know, again, he can't talk about it. But Jay Z is also gonna be part owner of an NFL team. They haven't disclosed which NFL team it is, but you know, it Jay Z is smart though. He's like he said in the, um, the Kanye West Diamonds remix. He ain't a businessman. He's a businessman. He he he's smart. He's meticulous. Like he knows what he's going to be doing. Just think about it, people. If Jay Z is part owner of an NFL team, y'all don't think he's going to grab Colin Kaepernick and sign him to that team, or be able to have to pull those strings to get him signed to that team? Jay knows what he's doing. Now it's no it's no telling what's part of the NDA though. We don't know if part of Colin Kaepernick's deal that he when he took that money was that he can't never sign with the NFL team at all. But I mean, there's it's uh, we'll, it's all going to make sense, people. So just stay tuned. It's going to make sense for sure. You know, Jay's smart about it. He's not gonna, you know, he's no dummy when it comes to this at all. So, you know, he he he's gonna have that aha moment. You know, and again, we've seen him. You know, title's been making the turnaround lately. So, you know, we have seen title lift itself up after you know it was, you know, not the best of the streaming services, but now you know it's, a lot of people are flocking to it as well. Um, of course, his record labels, Right Nation, has been killing it as well. So again, Jay, you know, he's smart. He knows what he's doing. So be on the lookout for that, people. Um. Also, got to give a congratulations to Cassie, who just got engaged. You know, she's pregnant right now, and her birthday was actually the other day. She turned 33 years old, but she just celebrated um, her engagement. So her and her fiancé, or now fiancé, Alex Fine, got engaged before her birthday, and she's pregnant right now. I think she's about six months now, or six or seven months by now. And so, you know, again, congratulations to Cassie. Uh, Her new name is going to be Cassie Fine. So that's a, a good name to have there. That should be your new stage name. Well, she's getting, yeah, and she's getting what she always longed for and what she always wanted. She, you know, she's getting the husband. She's getting the baby. She's getting that fulfilled life. Um, and that's, you know, again, that's just the fulfillment. So, girl, 
But like you just mentioned too, um, this comedian or I'm not a comedian. I forget what he is, but he's like a. Um, well, he, well, Rashawn Khan, he's the actual formal bodyguard yeah. to, um, I guess, the late great Richard Pryor, and he has come out and stated that um, pretty much. <laughs> There was a hit out for Paul Mooney in yes. the tune of one million dollars because um, apparently Richard Pryor put this hit out because he was stating that Paul Mooney, which was his friend, um, I guess sexually molested his son, Richard Pryor Jr. I don't know why um, Rashawn Khan is saying this stuff now because um, this was back in the eighties. You know, supposedly when all this went down. Yes. So, Paul Boone had to cancel a couple of his upcoming shows, but he has denied the allegations. When Tim Z tried to ask Richard Pryor Jr., um, you know, was the relationship between him and Paul Mooney consensual, he replied and stated, how can a relationship be consensual if I was a teenager? Kind of, you know again, insinuating that it, it did happened. happen. Mm-hmm. He stated, you know, whatever happened between the two of them, it was young. Um, he was young, and it was, you know, way before the 80s. So it happened before the 80s. But, you know, again, this kind of makes it seem like, you know, whatever this Rashawn Khan stated is actually true. So, child, Paul Mooney, we always thought she was a woke individual, honey. I hope you ain't brown here doing no shit like this. Exactly. Because, I mean, I liked him as a comedian. I thought he was, you know, very conscientious, um, very, you know, funny in his own sort of different type of way or whatever, you have to be able to kind of, you know, definitely, you know, be a fan of his to kind of get his jokes and things like that in his comedy and his humor. But um, yeah. so I hope you around here sticking and moving me so kids. Exactly. So we, we shall uh, see what happens with that in the coming weeks to come. You know, we're in the Mr. Me Too. No, I'm not Mr. Me Too. Excuse me. Shout out to the um, clip song. But we're in the Me Too era where, you know, a lot of things are coming out. People are, you know, making, you know, revelations about things like that. So we shall see what happens with that. Um, going back to the court real quick, um, Meek Mills. So something that's been longstanding with him for a long time. He has been free of all of his charges, you know, after that judge tried to keep him uh, under lock and key because he would not do a cover of Boys to Men Under the Road. She has uh, been let off that case and they put brought a new judge in and the judge has um basically Meek took a plea deal where he's um pled, pled guilty to the misdemeanor gun charge and the prosecutors dropped all the charges against him. So Meek Mill is finally a free man. You know, we got um baby girl Remy Ma, she's a free woman now, she's off her probation. So this is a really good look for both of them because they've been, you know, kind of like the um the eyepieces of the criminal law and hip hop for a long time and to see them doing real well, been turning their lives around, been doing everything they need to do. Um, so shout out to them. So congratulations to Meek Mill for all, finally off the case. 
Um, again, don't have any charges against him. He'll start a new life now. His uh, documentary, Free Meek, is on Amazon uh, Prime, by the way, if you want to go check that out. So, again, he's doing everything. He got a new record deal with Rock Nation under for his imprint, Dream Chasers. So, he, he's doing real good things. So, shout out to Meek Mill. You know, he's not the dirty nigga with the dirty braids from Philly anymore. He's out here doing big things. So, shout out to him. Um, now, people, this, um, this summer, like I mentioned earlier, I've been watching a lot of TV shows at the hands of Monique that she's been introducing me to me and putting me on. So, of course, people, we've been <laughs> catching our favorites, like Real Housewives of Potomac, um, which still been coming on lately, too, people. And also be sure to make uh, check out um, Married to Medicine, and that returns on Sunday, September 8th, on Bravo as well, people. Uh, of course, Black Ink Crew has been on. Black Ink Crew Chicago was on earlier this summer. That just went all Black Ink Crew New York is back. Then they got Black Ink Crew Compton. Um, I will say I've been catching up like I should. But I did see they will bring back the chicken wing tonight. So I'm going to see what that chicken wing was about. Because remember, I felt that was disrespectful for Puma to come in and throw that damn lemon I, pepper wing on the ground. Yeah, I saw, I saw a little bit of it. So Caesar dropped that chicken wing. You guys know um, Puma is now back working in the shop with um, the whole Black Ink crew. Him and Caesar have laid aside their differences. The first Puma's wife, Kwani, she was not very fond of that decision, but Puma feels like he still, um, you know, Caesar pretty much, you know, he can learn a lot from Caesar as far as being in this whole, you know, running the shop and being in this whole tattoo game or whatever. You guys know that Puma is not an actual tattoo artist, mm-hmm. um, but he has a shop that he runs with that material, but he feels like, you know, he can get a lot of, you know, business-type tips and learn a lot from Caesar. So um, Caesar called the truth. The whole issue and the whole breakup and breakdown of their relationship and their friendship started when Puma went in there and dropped their chicken wings mm-hmm. um, in Caesar's newly renovated shop. <laughs> and Caesar, you know, they fight and food, and then they have been beefing ever since. So Caesar saying, hey, to, um, you know, put it into things once and for all, to call the truth, and to really, really dead, whatever happened between us, I'm going to drop a chicken wing. So... That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll try to catch my black thing. Like I said, I haven't been catching like I want to, but I, I'll probably catch like yeah, a week I or would, Yeah, I really haven't. Um, I really didn't look at black in Chicago at all um, this season. I just, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I've kind of been watching um, New York back and forth. Um, Thompson, I really haven't watched either, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me find we outgrowing black ink or something. Let me see. Because, you know, they used to be our show every week, but now we just kind of like, oh, that's what it is with them now. But um, then also, two people, um, basketball wise, of course, um, crazy ass Jackie Christie. Made her crazy ass return last week, and she made a grand ass interest this t- um, time tonight. People on the, um, this latest episode. So Jackie, you too damn old about here yelling at people at a damn uh, <laughs> Phoebe. You can't be yelling for nobody outside of a damn um, moment of silence at a cancer event. Jackie, you too old to be doing. It. You someone's grandmother. You're not supposed to be doing that. 
So, but anyways, y'all catch up on that if y'all want to see what's going on with um the whole um basketball wise LA crew and everything like that. Now, Monique been putting me on to people. So TLC. Now, you know, TLC from when I used to watch TLC network, I used to think of like, you know, Kate plus eight or uh John and Kate plus eight. My sister used to love that show and I ended up having to watch it. I don't know why, but I got into it. Uh, of course like the little couple. <laughs> So yeah, you guys know they're famous for like um a baby story yeah. and what is it um what's the state yes to the dress yeah that's that's another show but they definitely have some good shows out there all that you tell what I've been turning you on to yeah so you know like the cute shit you used to watch back in there the real family oriented cute shit. Oh, they got a little gangster now. They got all the 90 Day Fiance. They got every version of 90 Day Fiance under the sun. They got 90 Day Fiance other than on the other side. 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. 90 Day Fiance something else and something else and something else. Happily ever after. See now. See. <laughs> but th- when you watch these shows, though, I understand why people get hooked on because two of my friends... They, I always see them tweeting about it, and they always call me like, Reggie, did you see it? And I'd be like, no, I don't see 90 Day Fiance. I don't know what you're talking about. Now I see why people get hooked and know these people by name and stuff like that and actually be invested in these shows because I'm invested now. I'm trying to figure out why this one motherfucker that's a nail tech with touching his phone with the gloves on when he's going to touch these girls' nails got this one girl that would not meet him in Mexico and he spent all, a whole three years worth of salaries on this woman and you not get enough tips at your job and you can't pay your damn rent and got a, a nasty ass apartment but you can't so you up here the extreme coupon and you fucking stop robbing oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> this season get your shit together so but you know um what they're saying is he's actually an aspiring actor um, and I told you the whole, what the rumor is behind him and this girl, again, like you said, he's been dating this girl that lives, is it Columbia? I can't remember. Is it Columbia? I can't remember. Yeah. But he's been dating this, this young lady for five years, and apparently they broke up, I guess, prior to, um, them filming the actual show. I think he had kind of already applied to be on the show and they were getting, you know, things in the work for him to be on the show. In the meantime, they broke up. So this is kind of the one reason why we see her, um, I guess, kind of not really engaging with him. And she tells him any and everything um, that she's going to meet him and she she never shows. She always has some type of excuse because they're actually not together. Mm. Um, and she did not want to be a part of the show. So we'll, we'll see. But he's a, a child, like I said, but I understand. Because um, I've told Reggie, if you assign me some type of show to get on to, I will act a goddamn fool too and pretend and be just crazy as Jack Christy if the goddamn first is right. And I mentioned, Monique, that we have Little Women LA and Little Women Atlanta if you need to make a location change. Okay. Uh, the one girl from Little Women, it's locked up in the Virginia Beach jail still, I believe she is. Um, we can get her on deck and do a prison situation. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and so then, I'm, I'm going back to 90 Day Fiance, then um, the two of the cast members, um, Chantel and Pedro, mm. they actually got a spinoff show called The Family Chantel. Yes. So, um, Reggie and I watched that safely. That comes on every Monday, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days. That comes on Sundays. 
Um, and that's typically like a two-hour episode. Mm-hmm. And then on Mondays, 90 Day Fiance the Other Way comes on, and that's an hour episode. And then followed by the family, Chantel. And you guys know we are still watching Always, Always, Always. Um, Love at the Lockup. We watch that every Friday. Yes. And um, then another TLC show that we've been watching is called Unexpected. And these are about pretty much these teenage girls, um, well, teenage couples, and that they are having babies. And, um, and some young-ass grandmothers. Still living at home with their parents, yeah. And they can barely take care of themselves, let alone a baby. So you guys can always follow us on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. And typically it is me. Yes. Um you know, tweeting or whatever. I love my Twitter friends, honey, because, you know, I give them the business. We may not yes. do a review of the show, but you guys can always definitely check us on Twitter um, live tweeting when these shows are on. I'm still getting notifications for likes and retweets and replies from um, Sunday and Monday night shows. Yes. Well, Sunday night show of um, Unexpected and 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. I did not see 90 Day Fiance the other way. We didn't watch it Monday or the Family Chantel because we were watching the VMAs. So. Yeah, so we got to catch up on that. But, but. You guys, but you guys can definitely always, you know, find us on Twitter. We're definitely tweeting and giving our opinions and commentary and all of the above. Yes, people. So, um, definitely, um, again, those are shows been watching. So, um, by the next show, people, you know, get y'all some more stuff to look at and everything, as always do with the watch what we're, um, what we watch with FNL segment and stuff like that. Um, also, two people, uh, this week, uh, this past week, actually, what marked the 18th anniversary of Aaliyah's death, people. So, congrats, uh, shout out to Aaliyah, uh, and her legacy that's still slowly but surely building back up at the hands of that fuck ass Barry Hankerson, as y'all know, I always talk about him. But, the thing is that Aaliyah actually had the um, wax figure um, at the Las Vegas Madame Tussauds Museum. Um, yeah, it's Madame Tussauds Museum. Yeah. And she, it actually, you know, Madame Tussauds, the, the people who be doing the wax figures don't be knowing what the fuck they be doing because sometimes the wax figures be looking real ugly as hell. But the Aaliyah's actually look on point. You got the abs, the try again. Yeah, yeah, I saw a picture of hers on the internet. And it actually, you know, favorites her that's just like her. Yes. So. You know, they actually did that. Um, watching some some dresses because, like you said, some other ones are very questionable. That's in that museum, but hers actually looks very good. Yes, I mean, I was taking a hologram of Leah making appearance at the um, VMAs too. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then also two people who, if y'all going to see the Leah Wax figure, at per Leah's representatives or the estate's representatives, please stop putting lip gloss on the wax figure, people. The wax figure does not need any lip gloss. I know uh, uh, Mac just came out um, not so long ago with the Aaliyah collection, but the Mac the wax figure does not need the Aaliyah collection lip gloss on the lips of the wax figure, people. So stop putting wax, I mean the lip gloss on the wax figure. That's disrespectful, everybody. You can't do that. <laughs> All right, now. So, uh, <laughs> that was the only thing. Yes. <laughs> so, everybody. I <laughs> Which are mid chickens now. So now, um, another thing too, people. Um, one thing we're gonna do too on the next show. I think we're gonna do, um, being that we're gonna officially count down the summer, like at the you know in September time frame. 
we're going to like do like uh, what was your best of summer moments to people like what's the songs you heard the most in the summer um a song that i can get out of my head is that sweetie song shout to sweetie she's been doing that damn song um her song is called my type that's my type nigga that's my type i, I can't get that song out of my head <laughs> So, um, so we're going to uh, do like a best of summer type of situation in um, later episodes as well, people. But we thank you all for listening uh, for our return, everybody. It's been a good summer, um, but it's been a summer that we have missed you all and missed talking shit with you all. So thank you all for your continued support. Not your, um, <laughs> what did you say? I said banner report. <laughs> Like I'm Just the like Jada showed me a fucking video of your ass the other day. Oh, you see, she said, Mommy, did you, did you know back you did uh, I called you actually, you were in the phone. Well, Jada came funny about with the I said, Mommy, did you know that Uncle Wagner um, did a YouTube video? I don't see you up there anywhere. I'm Look, I had to, you know, keep our name out there. You know, I got to do the promo and stuff like that. But I will say, though, people, what we can do, kind of <laughs> put on air, me and Monique can do like a video or something when we, um, cause I, like I said, I got four Fridays off in September. And I, it's a Saturday when Monique is not busy messing with the state and stuff. We can do a video or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... And per usual, people, you can always check us out on Spotify, on Apple Music, by searching FNL Radio, over your other digital podcast streaming services. Go to Facebook.com slash FNL Radio to like our page and to keep up with everything that's going on, on the, with the show on there. Also, me on Twitter at Mr. Doc MRDOC, Monique at Cookie Love 1980. And um, I think that's about it, people. And uh, also the YouTube. Now, now, one thing I found out about the YouTube people now. Because Anchor is um, have some problems. So, shout out to Anchor. We're not going to talk bad about y'all because y'all are uh, supplying our show right now. But I mean, yeah, you guys have been good to us. Yeah. I would like to see us, and I don't know how this will work because we live in two totally different cities. You know, but when I came aboard, um, you know, many moons ago, I would truly like to be able to see us get into a um, actual station and actual, you know, actually be able to do that. I'm thinking if we did that, I would probably have to come home on. We will probably have to record on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I would actually really, really, really like for us to go and get into a station at some point. Yeah, we just gotta watch our mouth. But um, we, we're going to try to do that. We're going to try to clean up a little bit before we uh, get to terrestrial radio and FM and stuff like that. We're going to try to clean our mouths up and stuff and be more... Uh, we're going to be more Chick-fil-A and not as Popeyes, if you will, or churches. So we're going to uh, we're gonna be keeping clean and stuff like that. <laughs> but again, thank you all for your support, everybody. We thank you and love you and continue to subscribe and like the um, podcast and everything like that. We'll check you all on the next episode, everybody, and peace. Good night.